in a million years and you just watch something and it just changes your life forever like top gun top gun i was gonna say we never watched top gun but we we watched it recently because uh i watched the new maverick uh, you're still waiting to watch it right? I'm, I'm gonna watch it this week sometime right. um i like two weeks ago yes yeah, sam when i was like the new one's coming out mm -hmm. and i want to watch it let me watch the original one because i've never seen it before me too it's on netflix i was like let me pop it on one of the most fun times I've ever had yeah. watching a movie. It's a great movie. It is so good. It's so it's so fun. It's so fun. It's so like legit. Like this is an '80s movie, and yeah. I'm going to put it in your face that this is an '80s mm -hmm. movie. But it's not. I'm better at flying jets than you. Yeah. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> and it's like uh, it's like a movie filled with testosterone yeah. about love and trust. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That is like up my wheelhouse. Dude, Maverick is fucking to die for. And that's what I'm hearing. So many people talking about this new movie, Top Gun Maverick, um, the sequel to the Top Gun movie from mm -hmm. 1986, something like that. Uh, people are saying just it's fucking good. And now I'm hearing Brian is saying it's amazing. Uh, Sergio, I don't know if he's been on the podcast yet, but he, uh, one of our good friends, he says that it's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, he compared it to like Mission Impossible Fallout, where it's like it's like that level of good yeah i'm gonna go see it again yeah and i want to see it in imax i want to see an imax too what's the difference between imax and xd what is that um i think xd is like isn't that where like your chairs move and stuff like that but does it have imax screens i don't know imax screens is like a, a ratio like a aspect ratio where like you know how like you see the black lines oh yeah yeah I, imax is like everything everything and then you hear that the sound is crazy because it's mm. an imax sound or there's certain type of cameras that they use XD, I feel like it's uh, it's just for like the experience. I feel like it's just of, the, of the chair. But I think it is like in the bigger. Is it an seating. IMAX? I think it's in the bigger seating areas. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, fits more people. It's probably more louder too, and okay. Everything. I don't know if it's. Just, I don't know. I don't know. It's more expensive. Yeah, it is. Twenty five dollars. Yeah, man. Twenty five, dude. I remember. It was I forgot what movie. I think it was Dune. I saw it in IMAX with my parents. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'll buy. Y'all buy the food, expensive. I'll buy the ticket. Man, man, I was like, this, I took a hit, a direct hit on my bank account, buying everyone tickets for the IMAX showing of Dune. Yeah. I was like, what the so fuck? Fucking expensive. Yeah, but no. But like when I was watching, because I didn't watch yeah. an IMAX, I was like, mm -hmm. I need to come back and watch this in IMAX. Yeah. So good. <sighs> it's so good. Well, tell me about it in terms of like what you were expecting. Because I don't know if you saw the trailer for Top Gun Maverick. I haven't seen. I hear it all the time because I go to the movies and I hear it. I did, it. but I still didn't have like any recollection of Top. What is Top Gun? I knew it was like a movie about Jets and Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Um, but then I watched Top Gun. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll probably just get the same thing with this. And you kind of do, but it's fucking awesome. It's just awesome. This is why you go to the movies. <laughs> this is why you pay money. Here's my money. Let me see Top Gun yeah. Maverick. When, whenever you, um, I'm gonna ask you a question. If you if you were like a person who's like doesn't watch movies that much right and you're thinking oh i'm gonna go to the movies my monthly visit or my one in every three month visit to go to the movies right they're gonna go see top gun and you, you purchase a ticket to top gun like oh yeah this is what i'm talking about this is a movie right essentially yeah that's, it's one <laughs> yeah that's the perfect way to put it because it's yeah. one of those movies where it's like it that is the quintessential movie yeah right if that no, makes yeah. sense we haven't no, yeah. gotten one of those in a, in, while. A, in a long time in a while. where it feels like everyone's like nah this is it yeah this I, is it you know what i feel like the last one time we got that was uh titanic or Damn. or like avatar you know what i mean like people are gonna say endgame 
No, but that's but, not. But no, 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 no. Like a movie where like the average Joe who doesn't go to the movies, because people who watch Endgame have watched every single Marvel. There's movie. a lot of older folk in the theater, like a, like a lot. Yeah, because that's the movie in the eighties that they watched. Like this is fucking awesome. Yeah, this movie's making bank. Like this movie, like I think in its first week, made like, like the highest, like one of the highest grossing movies of like it's the highest grossing movie of Tom Cruise's career already, and like. The drop off from like the second week was like thirty two percent, which yeah, is like very in fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Which like usually you see like a humongous drop. It's off. because the first week no one could see it because yeah. it's all sold out. Yeah, go next week. Next week's gonna be like that too. Yeah, and it's nothing but dads too. Like yeah, yeah nothing but dads, which is like I'm gonna take my whole family to go watch mm-hmm. Top Gun, and and it's I'm just, just movies are back. Yeah, baby. yeah, yeah. That's, Let's that, go. That's essentially what I got. I was like movies are fucking back. You know when um when uh Tenet came out. In okay. theaters, yeah, and Christopher Nolan, you know, bless his soul. He was like, "Yeah, this is gonna save movies." Can you imagine if that if Top Gun Maverick released then? I think it would have renaissanced, yeah, like cinema, yeah. If because right now it's revolutionizing, like people are going back to the theater after this experience. Top, I mean, Tom Cruise was already a movie star. I think he's the quintessential movie star. He's now. becoming, yeah. He's the only one left. Yeah, he's becoming them. Where you, you see Top Gun, I mean, you see Top Gun. You see Tom Cruise's name on the headline. It's like, I'm going to watch that movie. He's inside Applebee's right next door to the yeah. Right yeah. next door to the movie theater. Yep. He's, he's in there. He's chilling. He's just chilling. Chilling. And he's the quintessential movie Please star. go watch. Did you watch it? Awesome. Yeah. Great. Great. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, dude. He's insane, man. He's crazy. I think one of his next movies, he said he wants to film it in space. Where, like, he's going to go on a rocket ship. I think he's working with NASA. For like the next movie where he wants to train himself to handle being in a rocket ship going up into space. That's what he said. He's working with Christopher McQuarrie. He just likes movies. That's like that's love right there. Yeah, it's love. Also, it's uh psychotic behavior. Yeah. Where it's like he's actually gonna kill himself on screen. And he broke his leg on screen already. He jumped off a plane on screen. He held on to a plane on screen. And in this Top Gun movie, he's Flying a fucking fighter jet. Hell yeah. Like, dude, what is wrong with him? He, he loves movies. He's like an adrenaline in the beginning of the In the beginning of the movie, before the movie actually starts, he's like, we made this movie for you. I mm. hope you enjoy. Wow. Like, okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Getting, <clears throat> I got to get ready for this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you like Top Gun because I can't wait to see it. I think I'm going to take my dad too to go see it. Yeah. Because um he likes the first Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he hasn't seen it. Show him. I have to show it to him. I have to show it to him. Or did he? I don't know. He might have seen it, might have not seen it. You should still take it. I think I'm going to go take him to see it. I'm going to take him to see the, the first one on Netflix and then going yeah. straight over to the movie theater. Um, I want to talk about a movie that I saw Yeah. in theaters. It's called Men. Ooh. Uh, Directed by Alex Garland, who, if you don't know who he is, he directed Ex Machina. He directed Annihilation. Um, This movie is wild. One of the craziest craziest things I've ever seen on the screen. I've heard some stuff about it. Uh, I don't know what you've heard. I don't haven't seen, but I've heard not like descriptive, just mainly like this is like the craziest shit I've yeah. seen. Um, it is. I don't know. Alex Garland is at this level now where Ex Machina, his first movie, felt like it was made by like a professional who's been making movies. For years, mm-hmm. like this is like oh, this is like the, like the quintessential movie that he that was made. His first movie. That's his first movie, right? 
Annihilation is like, well, crazy. This is weird. This feels like a first movie, right? This feels like the script. I wrote this on my letterbox. If you don't follow my letterbox, mm -hmm. um, it's pretty fun. But this feels like it was written by someone writing their first script, directed by someone who had made who has made movies in their entire lives. Uh -huh. Like if, it's like a combination. It's like chaotic good. This movie. Awesome. It's very short. It's very contained. There's just not a lot of actors in it. But it feels like there's certain scenes in it where you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, this is a master making this movie. And then there's this one scene where you're thinking to yourself, what the fuck am I watching <laughs> right now? Yeah. What the fuck is going on? What is happening? Yeah. People are... There's a certain reaction in this movie theater watching this movie where it's like a <laughs> nervous laughter. Right, people walked out. People have... I, I totally understand why people have walked yeah. out of this movie. During... There's this part of the movie. Certain things are happening. And people in the... I, I'm so glad I watched this with people. They did not know how to react. You can hear it. And you can you can hear people moving in their chairs. Oh, my God. You can hear people being like, ha, what? Like, you can hear people like, what? Like, just laughing because of how crazy <laughs> the, what you're seeing on the screen is. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's just the shock factor. In terms of the movie in general and mm -hmm. how it's presented, it's, like, masterfully done. Like, okay. masterfully done. <clears throat> it's, like, one of my favorite movies of the year, for sure. And obviously there's some controversy because the movie is called Men, so it's obviously a commentary about men, mm -hmm. society, through the perspective of a woman directed by a man. So, okay, right. written by a man, mm -hmm. right? So, a lot of it is through a guy's perspective, but using the woman mm -hmm. as, like, the main protagonist, how we're seeing the movie. But it's really fucking smart. Mm -hmm. The way it tells the story, the way, at the very end how crazy it is, but also how it ends. It's like a perfect, like, okay, great. Like, I understand. Mm -hmm. It is still, like, hard to understand because it's at first viewing, it's very shocking. But, yeah, I would highly recommend if you're, if you like thrillers, science fiction, just anything to do with, like, creepy shit, mm -hmm. this is probably going to be the move for you. Or it might not be because it, like, goes to the next level. Okay. Um, yeah, do, I do not recommend this to anyone as your first Alex Carlin movie. Don't watch it. Uh, watch Ex Machina first, then Annihilation. And if you're ready to go the extra mile, maybe give this a chance. Okay. But if you're a fan of Alex Carlin, you're a fan of movies, I would highly recommend watching this movie. You need to watch it. Yeah. Um, that's what I watched recently. You want to talk about Barry? Barry, the new season came out, season yes. three? Yes. A Barry? Yes. I think it solidifies the show. It's like one of the best on TV right now. Yep. I've been um, saying. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. The comedy in this new season is on another level. Mm -hmm. Or like not many TV shows can make me laugh. There's a lot of forced laughter, forced jokes, and a lot of uh, new TV shows out now. Mm -hmm. But this show is it's on another level of um, thriller yeah. and comedy. Yeah. It's amazing. It's great. I love it. I, I love the way it's shot. Yeah. It just looks like L.A. They're actually in L.A. It doesn't really look like sets. They're just kind of like running, running oh, around. Running around L.A. Running around L.A. 
Yeah. Barry's a hitman. You can kind of get the gist. Yeah. Um, amazing characters. This show yeah. would fall for if it didn't have such amazing fucking characters. Yeah. Hank, I don't, don't know who he's played by. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Hank, the mob boss, yeah. Russian mob boss. What a amazing best supporting actor of a TV show. Yeah. Nah, I don't know about ever, but it, he's a, up there in, in he's, a long time. In a long time, he's yeah. fucking great. I think what this show what this show does so well, because I'm not all the way caught up on season three, but what I've seen from season three and season one and season two, is that it takes, in terms of the writing, mm-hmm. and in terms of stakes. It's not afraid to go there, and it's not afraid to build on decisions that our characters make. Right. And it's not afraid to, oh, they made this decision. Let's live with it. Let's keep it, it going. It just does it. And it builds on it. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it stacks on to our main character, which is Barry. Every decision that he makes from season one to season three, you can feel like it's turning, something is turning into him, mm-hmm. right? where the decision that he made in season one has affected him all the way to season three, right? Yeah. And the tension is building and building. I describe it as like in Breaking Bad, spoilers for Breaking Bad if you haven't seen this. I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm just going to talk about like the narrative structure of Breaking Bad, how season four and season five, the decisions that Walt, the decisions that Jesse makes have are coming to like a crescendo, mm-hmm. right? And it makes them the person that they are. And that's why you either love or you hate Walt, or you love you love Jesse, or you hate certain villains in the story, or you love certain villains because of the key decisions that they make that build and build and build. And then on top of that, it's funny as fuck. It's like, so funny. Barry is on another level in terms of storytelling. Mm-hmm. That shows are have tried to mimic or have tried to come close but they don't it's on another level and barry is like top tier tv yep and i would say if this season three ends the way season one and season two ends ending i am confident in saying this is one of the best shows ever yeah if this season three ends the way season one and two end i'm confident Mm-hmm. already i've already said it's one of my favorite shows ever mm-hmm. already after season two mm-hmm. so season three just keeps going the way it's going it's the best season i think like i can't we're beyond blessed yeah to be living in barry era yeah so if you haven't seen it please go watch it go watch barry it's so funny yeah any what would you say uh i think it's pretty fun how would you describe this to someone who's has never seen episode doesn't know anything about barry how would you describe the show uh it's kind of like um the tension and you're waiting for it to be released mm-hmm. it kind of just releases whenever you least expect it yeah it's like oh that happened yeah oh fuck yeah he just did that yeah and you think okay the entire after that decision you're thinking oh no oh no yeah. how does what's gonna happen oh no yeah. and it just keeps going and going and going and you like emotionally, you're kind of just like, oh fuck. But it's also insanely funny that you're gonna be giggling. Yeah, but then the entire time you're just laughing your ass off. Yeah. The entire time where you're thinking, oh no, oh no, lol, ah, <laughs> and then you're thinking, oh no, no. Yeah. The same thing. It's like a pattern, and they just perfected it, bro. Hank, 
in the show, amazing character, one of my favorites. Yeah, and if there, there's this one gag in season two. Spoilers for the if you want to save yourself, oh, if you want to watch this like in real time, but they're on a rooftop, and yeah. Noho is trying to trying to take out Barry, and um, Barry's like gets out of it and he goes onto the rooftop. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Barry ends up shooting one of the guys. And the guy's like on the ground, like bleeding. And he's like, oh, fuck, like this dude sucks. And he's like, you like you suck. And like, if I suck, then you're king of suck balls mountain. And then Noah just kicks him like, shut the fuck up. And it's just like the funniest shit. Yeah. And you can you can see it in real time where Barry turns around. Like that's actually him laughing because he couldn't contain himself. Like on the after credits, like he's like, yeah, I laughed. I couldn't. It's a show that doesn't take itself seriously, but yeah. it, it is serious and it's funny. Yeah. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but when it does, yeah. it's like we're dealing with some real fucking shit mm-hmm. and some real problems mentally with these characters. Mm-hmm. Where it's getting to the point where minor spoilers, where you're starting to look at Barry as like Walter. Walter White, where you're thinking, this dude's not a fucking good person. Mm-hmm. And season one and season two, you're thinking, oh, he's trying to get better. And he does get a little bit better season two, but then he doesn't because uh, whatever happens in the story. And then in season three, you're thinking to yourself, this dude is bad, Mm -hmm. but I am still caring a lot for his character and everything. But he's like, this dude's, this is awful. Yeah, man, this is, this is so good. It's a great show. Yeah. Every supporting character in the show is really good too. Mm -hmm. They're fleshed out. They have, um, you care about them. And it's not about like, oh, they're just in it for the plot. No, like they're living and breathing characters. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. I can't say enough about Barry. Amazing show. Amazing show. Go watch it. Go watch it. Very easy it. show to watch too. Short episodes. Like 30 minutes each. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can binge them all. Mm-hmm. all. They're all on HBO. Yeah. Barry is something I could talk about forever. Did you want to quickly talk about... Obi-Wan stuff or let's do Star it. Wars stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Let's I, don't just, know, I don't know what you're talking about when, we, when you talk about the controversies. Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about Star Wars in general. Okay. Because we have this whole renaissance thing happening with a bunch of these shows coming out. Obi-Wan, Mandalorian, Boba Fett. I have not seen any single one of these, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's because of my trust issue now with Lucasfilm. After what happened with The Last Jedi and the fans' reaction, how they reacted to the fans' reaction and so on and so forth. Because if you listen to this podcast long enough, you know I love The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I love what Ryan Johnson did with that movie. Uh, I'm not a fan of Rise of Skywalker, but it's fine. But ever since then, how they've handled themselves and how they've catered to certain fans, to certain toxicities in terms of like criticisms of that is not who this character is, so let's just put this character in here for crowd moments or whatever the case may be, whether it's spoilers for, I don't know what show it is, whether it is for <laughs> Luke Skywalker showing back up, whether it's anything of that nature. All right, That's where I criticize Star Wars. But in terms of the criticism that you're talking about, you can talk more about that. Well, I want to know like more in depth, like what are you talking about? So like when... So, are you talking about fan service? Fan service. Okay. Specifically in terms of that taking over uh, n- narrative structure and how that 
Because what show's doing is I, I've only watched the new episodes of Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Just my friends told me to watch yeah. it. Um, For me, it was like Mandalorian. I heard so many good things about the Mandalorian, and I was about to watch it. And then that thing happened. I, I actually don't know what thing happened. Okay, so cool. I'm not going to say anything because it's a very big spoiler, right? Where certain moments are catered towards fan service, right? And certain areas of the fan base become happy because of certain moments that happen. And I'm not really a big fan of that because of what happened. Obviously, people don't like The Last Jedi. It's fine. But they re- they switched around so easily because of how people thought about oh, that movie. Oh, how people reacted. To so that. They're, now they're just catering to them. Yeah. But like it's it's split-second happiness. It wasn't yeah. a fan service. Like, exactly. They don't really build out like a good story. It's exactly. Like, well, here's this cool character. Remember him? Yeah, anytime I'm about to watch a new show, Boba Fett or um, The Mandalorian or the new Obi-Wan, I'm thinking maybe I should wait because I waited enough for Boba Fett and I waited enough for Mandalorian to where it's like, Oh, I know where it's going, and I'd rather not watch to where it's going, to Dude, where it's building. Yeah, I'd rather not watch anything produced yeah. by them at yeah. all, actually. So, so I'm actually going to ask you about the Obi-Wan since you've seen it, because I haven't seen it. It's a, it's a big... I can go on about this with yeah. um, Disney, Marvel, Star Wars. Marvel is special. We have to have a whole episode on Marvel, um, I think. It's just a whole thing of just catering, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's lacking story, it's lacking narrative, it's lacking any real sense of, like, guts. Yeah. I mean, do you really need that from, like, uh, big franchise Star Wars yeah. or, like, superhero films? Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, But they are spending a lot of money on it. It is the main thing that's driving people to theaters. Mm-hmm. Now we've seen Top Gun hopefully subside that. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe um, they'll take the wrong lessons. That's just green light sequels to 80s movies. Just oh, random stuff. They yeah. might. They might. Yeah. Who knows? No. Right? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. It's just that whole thing. Everything kind of looks the same to me where mm-hmm. I don't want to watch a Mandalorian. I don't want to watch a Boba Fett. Um, mm-hmm. The only reason I watched this Obi-Wan so my friend said he just put it on. He was like, "Dude, just watch this." It's like yeah. I, I love Star Wars. I'm like, "Okay, I'll watch it." Obi Wan seems more interesting to me. Yeah, it does. Um, just the character of Obi Wan. Everyone loves Obi Wan, right? Yeah. The journey after the prequels. Yeah, interesting, right? I can't get into it. <laughs> I I don't know why. I it lacks something. Yeah. It lacks like a human nature. Yeah. Of the show. Uh, it, it feels. Like a Disney Channel original show mm. that you would see as a kid, but even that has more character and, and and you know real guts to the story and the characters. That that this I don't I don't I feel it doesn't. Um, yeah, that's just me. I think I'm just tired of it. I, it we've been through a whole almost dec, basically a whole decade, more yeah. than a decade yeah. uh, of the same stuff produced by these companies. Mm-hmm. That it, it it blurs together. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the main criticisms. I don't know if this is even a criticism, but like whenever I watch the Obi Wan show, I hate that it looks like they're on a set. Oh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Yeah, has this problem. It's a lot of green screen in the end fight. Yeah, with um, I forgot she's a cat. Cheetah or something. Cheetah. Like that. Yeah, it has this main problem where it just looks like a set. Like it's built. Okay, we need to make this look like. Like a sand, they're gonna fight. Yeah. Where like uh in Obi Wan, they just go to a small town and it's just like this 
one lane thing. It's like a few houses scattered. It's like just desert everywhere else. Yeah. It's like, well, this is actually a town, very popular. People live. It's like, no, it's not. I've only seen like a few shots, and it's like that's it. It's like a lot of a lot they, of it. They, they can't really film from certain yeah. different angles because they're. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of times studios now because of how much money they're making with everything that they're big studio films especially they are like the more money we save the more money we can make so if we can film this in a parking lot in atlanta just make it seem like green screen in the back but the thing is barry can do that yeah and they do it well yes and that's the key difference is is uh personnel because someone who knows how they're doing in terms of cinematic language yeah. can do can film in a set take Denis Villeneuve for a second yeah he did not film in the actual border no. of Mexico no, he didn't. they built a border and everything else is CGI yeah how fucking real does that feel it looks like the border yeah it looks, it looks like, like the, the fucking border, border. it looks like People they are walking down they, they got every humanistic character of 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 yep. what a border is you, in Mexico. You, you tell me they filmed at the actual border, I'm going to believe you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nine times out of ten. I'm going to believe you. Then you get to certain studio films with three times the fucking budget for that. I mean, billions. Billions. trillions. Billions. Trillion dollar company. money. And they're like, it's almost insulting. You, you it's asked, insulting. My friend asked, like, dude, where did the budget for the show go? And I said, it's there. And I said, look at look at you and McGregor. Yeah, dude, look at right there. <laughs> you know what Oscar Isaac said? If I want to do another like Marvel movie, I'm, I'll do another Marvel movie if I want another like a few houses. Yeah, dude, exactly, that's bro. What he said. It's, that's that's there, and it's like it's it's right there, and that guy and that girl right there. Yeah. yeah. And look, here's the thing. Uh, there was this tweet, viral tweet, going around where people. In, in sports, there's, like, salary caps. Yeah. So you can't spend over a certain amount. So there was, like, movies should have salary caps. And I feel like that would be the best thing for creativity. Yeah. Because if you have a salary cap, right, then, like, okay, I can only pay a certain actor and a certain this amount to make a movie. When you have unlimited salary cap and you literally can do whatever the fuck you want and it still comes out this fucking shitty... It just looks like a... I, I hate to describe it as this because... I love the Disney Channel originals growing up. They, they're, they're, great. they're great. I can watch them all the time. Yeah, but they have substance. They have substance. In this, I'm just like, this looks like a set they built. That's They don't want to show you too much because like that's all they really built. It's it's there, and that's it. And I just, I hate that because it takes me out of the experience of watching. Like, it's kind of, it just lacks something. Well, look, let me ask you a question. This is probably, maybe we'll get to the root cause of this. Why do you think they made an Obi-Wan show? Fan service. Fan service. Why? Because people, people like Obi Wan, and we, yeah, we need an Obi Wan. I want to see the lore yeah. of Obi Wan. All right, so they're making a new Star Wars movie. It's 2014, 2015, when The Force Awakens comes out. Right. right? New Star Wars new characters. Why do they include Han and Chewie? Yeah, people in the theaters. Right. Sell sell yeah. toys, honestly. Yeah, 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 sell toys, sell toys, everything, all, all of it. Yeah. All right. Star Wars is this vast universe with 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 different planets and everything. Yes. Why are they focusing on this? Well, That's what I said yeah. to my friend. My my friend said, oh, I told him I was like, dude, you know, like Star Wars is like a a, a galaxy, a galaxy far far away, a galaxy far far away. So many galaxies, probably. so many galaxies, infinite. Some some might say yes, literally and, infinite galaxies. And we're going on the Skywalker saga again. It's and, like. Immediately after the first episode we watched together, 
I said, go watch Visions. Let's let's watch Visions oh real quick. Oh my god, Visions is so good. And I showed him the first episode of Visions. It's like this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Why don't they do this? It, it's, it's gritty. You can make it gritty. Yep. It's animated. It's animated. It looks good, dude. I will tell you this. When um I was in a rut uh, for the longest time, I was like, I don't want to watch anything Star Wars. Yeah. Right? I, I, did you tell me to watch Visions? I did. You told me to watch Visions. And I said, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. I was bored. I was like, let me give it a shot. Hopefully it's not. As soon as I fucking hit play, it felt different. It just felt different. It felt different. Where it I, felt, you, you still have to have the heart of Star Wars, yes. which everyone loves. Yes. You, you had the kind of scary, scariness of like a, an, a bad guy. Yeah. You know, and, you, and the hero. Yeah. It's the perfect, you know, completion of a Star Wars saga. But you know what it had? Two things. Creative freedom, right? Yes. Creative freedom. Number two, genuine care for the craft. Yep. There was no, well, we have a certain amount of budget. We can't really film here and this and there. Obviously, it helps that it's animated. Obviously, it helps. But genuine care for the craft you can has just literally and tell. has literally fucking disappeared from every big yeah, there's no studio. heart. There's no human there's characteristic no. of that nope. happening. Oh my god, I, I was watching the episode. I think it was third episode. Spoilers. It's not really spoiler. It's not spoilers. It's minor, minor, minor spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do we? Is there the trailers show what the story's about right? For what the Obi Wan show? I haven't seen the trailers. So I don't really know. I haven't watched. It's a story about Obi Wan. Yeah. And young Leia. Yeah. Going on a journey. Gotcha. Of him trying to save her something right mm-hmm. i forgot and so they're on this planet again why do you have to bring leia into this i don't know i don't know i, I asked my friend the star yeah. wars lore i'm like hey you like star wars so like why is leia here like is this like happening in the actual like story he's like oh, actually i don't know yeah yeah why why so they're like trying to escape stormtroopers and stuff like yeah 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 um then this guy picks me up yeah you need a ride you going here okay and he's like, oh, we need to pick up these stormtroopers. I always help them out. They get on with them in the back. And he's like, so where are you from? He's like, it's a long story. He goes, well, we got a long ride, so you can tell me. He tells them like a one-minute story, and they get off. They're like, oh, here's our stop. Later. Bye. Wow. I can nitpick it to death. It's yeah. so dumb to nitpick stuff like that. But it's just no, like. But it's, it's important, I think. It's like, okay, do we not care about. Yeah. It's like, you said, oh, well, uh, we're on this long drive for a reason to build tension. Yeah. But the tension doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere because they, they, they just get off right there. It leaves really quickly. It just, it's lacking something. It's yeah. not filled in. Yeah. It's a cash grab. Yeah. And look, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to bring Marvel into this because we always bring fucking Marvel into this. I mean, you kind of have to bring Marvel have to, into this though, because right? it's created by the same company. Yeah. Of Disney. Disney. Yeah. So, have you seen Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness? I haven't. I don't. I. I. I mean, I told you and Joey this, but I got spoiled so fucking hard. I've yeah, been spoiled it's bad. Movie so hard in my life. I was spoiled bad with this movie. It right? was insane. So I went in there knowing the twist, knowing everything. Yeah. Right. So I was like, I'm just gonna enjoy it for Sam Raimi. Right. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it's fine. I'm over for the listeners. Yeah. 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 I'm not gonna spoil anything for the listeners. There are certain moments where I'm thinking. Oh my god, this is amazing. This is Sam Raimi. Like right. they let him do his thing. And then it cuts to a scene where I'm thinking, this was shot by 
this was a reshoot or this was something that Sam Raimi did not okay or he okayed but had to include in the in the in the movie and i'm thinking to myself what a fucking momentum breaker there are so many fucking scenes in that movie where you're thinking to yourself holy fucking shit i've never seen this in a marvel movie before and then you go to something that i've seen this a billion fucking times and it's so fucking frustrating formulaic it's formulaic because but it's frustrating to the point where it's like i see what they can do mm-hmm. give like they give James Gunn the keys. There's a Watch reason this. why these story stories are loved. These characters are loved. There's a reason why Star Wars is loved for a reason. It just lacks heart now. Yeah, it lacks heart because of obviously the money. Yeah. But also because whether it's fans in Marvel where they're like, hundred percent, give us more of this. Hundred percent. We want everything to be connected. Blah blah blah. And Star Wars. Same Bro. thing with Star Wars. I want to see more Skywalker stuff. It happens Luke. in music. Drake, listen to his fans. So much say they, oh, I love taking when to take care of Drake. Take care. That was a thing from like 2015, maybe like 2016 to like now. No. People just always talk, dude, take care of Drake's the best. Drake, you always see that take on Twitter, right? No. And then now Drake has just given in, yeah, the fan service yeah. of just take so, care was a, a fine album, it was good, but it came out how long ago? Yeah, that was his first, second debut album. Now it's 2020. Well, one when he released yeah. Certified Lover Boy and he's making trash music. <laughs> Not to mention, Jack Carlo is probably heavily inspired by Take Care. Heavily. Heavily, right? And so. Why would you, why would you take that aspect? <laughs> and look, I love a lot of Drake stuff, but there is yeah there is a trend here, right? Can you imagine if Kendrick Lamar stayed in his Section Eighty? Or Duke Kim Beard. He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't be looked at the way he is he's now. Not, not even close. Can you imagine if, if Kanye stayed to in the same vibe of like college dropout, college dropout, makes sense. late registration? Yeah, yeah. He would be a good artist. He would be a good artist. You need a sudden break to change and do something weird. Yeah, dude. It awaits and heartbreaks comes out. Mm-hmm. Um. Then you have what's the next one that comes after that? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Then what's the next one that comes? Jesus. Out? Jesus comes out. What the fuck? Yeah, it's so weird. But also, that's a fucking artist. That's yeah. a dude who is adapting to new sounds, to, yeah. new, to new experiences in life. Or just a love of music. Exactly. Just a love of like, I heard this French DJ in yeah. France. Oh my yeah. fucking God, we need him in the studio now. Yeah. Yep. Right? It's, it's yep. just a love for doing that. There is no love anymore. It, it doesn't feel like, no, no yeah. heart, no love, exactly. no soul. So you look at Star Wars and people are geeking out about Leia why do they have to include Leia and Obi-Wan where it can be a story about self-discovery? I don't know. Maybe all the shit that he's been through, Obi-Wan, has really fucked him up. Self-discovery, everything. No, let's include Leia. It's a journey about taking Leia. Mandalorian, let's include Baby Yoda. Like, there's like a, a trend here that I'm starting to fucking see in a lot of the Star Wars shit. After in the show, I need you to tell me what spoiler happened in Mandalorian. I'm not going to watch it. I, want, I just want to know. Yeah, there, there's like... <laughs> Certain things where you're kind of just like, I know why you're doing that. I know why you're including that. And it, it's how I feel about a lot of Marvel movies. That's why yeah. I don't know. I, I love. There's no spark anymore. I love Doctor Strange, the first one. I remember loving yeah. that movie so much. Like, this is one of my favorite Marvel movies. But for some reason, over the years, I just do not care to see that. I do not care to go to the theater, drive my. Nah. My car, get my wheelchair out, go to the it's theater. It's not an opening weekend thing for anymore. I don't care anymore. Like, I, um. I remember the feeling of watching Winter Soldier and then Guardians of the Galaxy like in the same year and thinking, 
whoa yeah what the fuck yeah this is great or infinity war and Gar- guardians of galaxy 2 guardians of galaxy 2 right. or fucking black panther where right. i'm thinking like whoa these are fucking great like, they're stakes I- i'm loving this mm-hmm. and then you go to the you go see eternals and you go see black widow shang chi um Dang, Shang-Chi could have been so fucking yeah. good. The first half of that movie was so there, good. There are, there are great aspects about every single one of these and movies. And then it just fell through. And then you get uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, which is like the king. We've had a conversation about that yeah, already. Which is a, the king of fan service. Of all of it. Of, of all everything. Of I, th- I think there's a cultural shift that happened in Spider-Man No Way Home that is going to affect us. That is going to affect comic book movies 10 years from now. People are going to say that was that. I don't know if this is me predicting a future. Probably. Probably, probably. It's a, it's a good movie. I think that is a downfall of comic book movies. For Marvel, at least. Yeah. Because you see DC, they're giving Matt Reeves full fucking reign to do whatever the fuck he wants. And look what he gave us. The Batman. Which is the one of the best comic oh, movies. We haven't even talked about that yet. We haven't even talked about that. Listen, we, will. we love this shit. We, yeah, yeah. We, we fucking love that movie. Yeah, so we we will talk about that movie yeah. when Joey's on, because I know Joey wants yeah, to talk about it. Yeah, fucking awesome. But you see the trend, and it's like, it's sad. Or you see with, um, who directed uh, James Gunn? James Gunn yeah. goes to DC, makes Peacemaker. Peacemaker is fucking amazing. I still need to see that. Everyone should go watch Peacemaker. It's a funny show. Yeah. Action's great. There's heart in the show. Look at look at what he did with the Suicide Squad. The, oh my god! The gosh. first Suicide Squad was fucking horrible. Yeah. Right. Where maybe they're like, maybe we gave him. Oh, there's a lot of interference. We gotta change a lot of stuff. We want to make it like Guardians of the Galaxy. Blah blah blah. Want to make it funny. Didn't work out. Yeah. They bring in James Gunn. Do whatever you want with it. And, and he look, does. And I have never cared for for. Uh, Rick Flag, never even. Th- Thought about him after the oh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. After the Suicide mm-hmm. Squad with James Gunn? Spoilers. I was so fucking upset. But sad. But like, wow, this is so impactful. Yeah. His whole character. John Cena's character in that movie is so fucking good. It made good. him such a lovable person. A lovable person? From, the, from WWE to making like that like army movie, the Marine movie, yeah. to like making whatever he made now. after that, to now is like, wow, he's fucking cool. You can tell he loves the character. Literally. And it's like, you see the genuine care there. Yes. And you're thinking, oh, that's where it went. Yeah. Like, that's where it's at. And you look at Marvel and it's like a fucking machine, dude. It's a machine. Yeah. And I hate to say this. I hate to fucking sound like a, like a hater. And you're not hating, though. I'm not hating. I'm, it's genuine criticism. I am, I am speaking as a fan who loved the first Iron Man, who loved Winter Soldier, who loved Guardians of the Galaxy? Who lo- loved a lot of Marvel right. in my life, and I'm seeing what they're doing now, and it's like, and Star Wars now, print money, print money, print, print money. money, print money. Go on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So like, whenever I understand people hit, like don't like the Last Jedi, it's fine. If you don't like the Last Jedi, I understand that. Yeah. But with that movie, there is a certain spine to it. That like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna stick to my guns, mm-hmm. whether you fucking like it or not. But this is the movie that I'm. I bet if I rewatch the movie, I'd I'd probably like yeah. it. It's funny because I was having this conversation with Sergio, our friend, who fucking right. hated it. And I looked on his letterbox review, 
and it, he rated it four out of five stars. And yeah. I was like, are you serious? Like, yeah, bro. It's just like, it kind of changed on me. I was like, that's great. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm genuinely pleased that people, I think it's because of now what we're seeing now. Yeah. The formulaic shit. The like, I'm not saying you have to like it because obviously film subjective, whatever yeah. the case may be. But it has a spine. Compared to now, Star Wars, there's no spine. It's just like, wherever the wind takes it, wherever the, the, the fans are yelling for it and, the big moments, hey, all the I, I know that person, I know that person, I know this person. That cameo, I love it. We need 400 yeah, superheroes yeah. on screen now. <laughs> yeah. It needs to happen or I'm not going to theaters. Is it going to make a billion dollars? No. More superheroes. Like, it's just so frustrating, but I understand because people have been preaching for, they're like, I don't like where it's going. It's it's not what I, it's not my... Luke Skywalker, it's on my Han, it's on my Leia. Like, if there's a reaction, studios are gonna fucking go all in. And people are eating it up. People love the Mandalorian. People love Boba Fett. People are probably gonna love Obi Wan. So it's like, what can you do now? Like, it's it's gone its own route. Same thing with Marvel. It's making millions of dollars at the box office. It's not slowing down. Yeah. What can you do? I don't think this hype is gonna stop. I feel yeah. like because they're gonna just. There's so many things to create hype about. It's so easy to just to farm people. Just be like, yeah. well, actually, we're going to put these two things together and people love it. Yeah. Uh, the multiverse. Anything can happen oh, in the multiverse now. You yeah. can put anything together. Yeah. People are going to go because it's the thing that people love. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't. I remember <laughs> I remember one time because you know, you know what everything everywhere all at once is about, right? Yeah. Uh, Kind of, actually, not really. Okay, so I what do you multiverse? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. so the trailer came out, and there was this dude on TikTok got flamed for it, right? I felt bad for the kid, obviously, you know, kid, but he's talking about how like this is a different movie, a multiverse that's not for superheroes. And someone quoted it was like, the multiverse isn't a Marvel thing, and it isn't a superhero thing. Multiverse is something that's been for years and years and years. Yeah. And then there was another guy who was like in that same realm talking about how Marvel movies were like, oh, why don't you make a regular movie? Like, let's say A24 made a movie in. I saw that. In the, the Rubik's Cube guy. The Rubik's Cube guy. And he's like, in the, the Marvel universe that we can care about it. We can create movies. And someone was like, I can't believe you have to fucking put the Marvel fucking logo on a movie for you to go watch a yeah, movie. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. And Marvel is seeing that and is like, We've got them. You can pay so much fucking money to a small A24 director. Be like, what if, like, uh, your brother, like, fucking died from, like, the snap? That'd be crazy, right? That guy would be sad as fuck. Would he be depressed? He'd be fucking sad. Oh, my God. How would that make a... Dude, that movie would be cool to make. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what if, like, in Civil War, when all those buildings were getting destroyed, <laughs> people were in them? Yeah. They died? They died. What if family members have to deal with the repercussions of that? No. Oh, dude, I just, I'm already having tears thinking about the story that we can make. We don't oh have to God. include any superheroes. Forget about the superheroes. About the lives. You know what's troubling? Is that, like, that's probably going to happen. No, it is. That's going to happen. I guarantee you, once Daredevil comes out, because the new season's coming out with Disney, and I'm really afraid. I'm scared for my life because I love Daredevil. 
Have you seen it yet? No. Right. I need to watch okay, it. Okay, you need to watch it. Because watch, watch the yeah. Netflix ones before it gets ruined. I, I don't think I'm gonna watch. I hear so many complaints. Uh, <clears throat> it hasn't come out yet. Yeah. It's just barely starting in development. But I'm three or four. There's a lot of like religion talk and a lot of like the how Daredevil because he's Catholic, uh-huh. how he deals with what he's doing. Is it right? Is it wrong? Am I sinning? How do I feel about me sinning? There's a lot of conversation about that, which is like fucking great, right? Because it has to deal with, you know, your personal dilemma. Can you imagine if they made a movie about a preacher in the MCU now? Like dealing with Thor and shit like that, which is fine, which is great. It could be an aspect of a movie, but like, can you imagine like the dude was like, can you imagine like a preacher I don't think dealing they with his faith? Do even include that element of it just because of, They cater to a lot of different areas in the world. Yeah. Where that probably wouldn't be accepted in another country. Yeah. Like, okay, this happened this past weekend. Did it? This past week, I guess. Oh, uh, where people were complaining about the a character in Obi-Wan. Uh-huh. Uh, African-American lady playing in it. I don't remember what they're called. She, I saw that controversy or whatever. She, like, hunts down Leia, essentially. Oh, okay. They need her. Um, her inclusion's fine. I don't really understand controversy. People see a different color on screen. They're like, it's woke. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's the fans that I'm talking about. That's the toxicity that shit I'm talking about where they're like, why are you including new characters? Like, just give me the original ones. Right. Give me white people. And that's then Star Wars saying. responded back saying, oh, we're not going to tolerate racism. But like, yeah, bro, no, we know. No, 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 don't say that. Because we know what the fuck yeah. you've done. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and that's where it's—it's it's like the inclusion of the five, the mil, the five millisecond gay uh, lesbian kiss. Oh in, my uh, god! In in Star Wars, which movie? The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. The very it's end. Like that. It's like it's like a panning shot, like one doing, second. We're doing it, guys. Hey, guys, we're doing social justice right. We're gay, here. guys. <laughs> guys, we're gay. We're gay, we're gay. We're gay like, guys. It's like, are you serious? Star Wars is gay. Now. Yeah, it's gay, and like. Don't act like you stand up for racism, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. We know, yeah. Like, and it, and it's so sad when. Other people are like, I hate that scene. They're like, I, yeah, I agree. Then they're like, because I fucking hate gay people. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, I agree. And then it's like, you say some like dumb shit. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Like, this yeah. is the type of people that we're dealing with. Yeah. Or it's like, you have to like say like, no, like the gay, gay people, it's okay to be gay. And people are like, no, nah, man, not my Star Wars. Yeah. Not my shit. It's, it's so woke. weird. Yeah. Or they include uh, African... It's a fucking futuristic, yeah. galaxy-driven narrative. If it's not like my hometown in Alabama, I don't want to see it. You, know, you it's like, think they're going to have your hometown? Like, yeah, no, they're no, not. No. They're aliens. <laughs> it is not human species. So funny to think why, about. Why does it have to be about race? It's like, mm. dog, they're alien it's races. It's just a black character. It's just a black character. It's job. Yeah, it's a Hispanic character. Who gives a fuck? Dude... Yeah. Not my Star Wars. Dude, be quiet, I mean, you man. have that, and then, like, Star Wars trying to, like, look, guys, we're doing good. No. No. No, no man. These sweats, man. We, we, you t- you taking black people off posters in yeah. different countries before. Yeah, literally. You did that with one of your main characters in the saga film. Interesting. Interesting. My God. You you put him, on, you put him to the side. And when he was, like, wielding a lightsaber in The Force Awakens. Yeah. I don't think he ever will the lightsaber after that ever again. But 
I think a good segue. This podcast is fucking long. Yeah, there's gonna be two episodes. Wait, just, we haven't we haven't been here in a while. Yeah, we yeah. haven't been here. two episodes. Yeah. First episode we talked about uh Mr. Murrell and the Big yeah, Steppers. That's our first episode. If you haven't listened, go listen. Yeah. Right. Um a good segue. So Netflix mm-hmm. is doing something. They're chaining the shit up. Yeah. They're losing a fuck ton of money, apparently. Yeah. Which in my okay, so I have a friend talking to me mm-hmm. and he's saying Look, Netflix is going to go downhill. They're going downhill. They're going to go bankrupt. They're going to lose all their money. They're not going to be a streaming service anymore. Streaming service like HBO Max and Hulu, they're doing it correct. I'm like, all these streaming services are losing money. Yeah, they are. It's just how long can they hold up for? Yeah. Netflix is taking the step to be like, which it's a controversy. I don't know if this is good. Not the action, just the way they worded it. It's terrible. Where they said, we're not making any more vanity projects. Oh, my God. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. They making, worded, they like worded they, it horribly. Like yeah. the Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Wait, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. we're going to make more of the Adam project. Like, Dude, I saw a, a clip from the... Um, it's the movie with The Rock, Ryan Reynolds. Something Notice. Red Notice. Red, Red Notice. Notice. I saw a clip. From it, I was like, okay, let's see what this movie is. I didn't even know what the movie was until I saw The Rock. Yeah, and it's like about spies or something like that. And it includes a bull in like a in like a ring, and like they're just like having fun with the bull, whatever, right? It's supposed to be funny. That was the most terrible looking <laughs> like shit I've seen in a fucking long time. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this probably got funded so much money, but like there was a there was like a stat. That Netflix released that like it was like the most watched movie that notice movie. That's why that's how I knew about it. When? Um, there was like a or like how I mean, I, I don't know autoplay. I don't know, dude. Like autoplay. like just, autoplay. It could be right because it's like how the fuck. That's I, so I, smart. The only reason why I knew about your movie, a film enthusiast, is because it broke records on I Netflix. I heard this stat. Like, I don't yeah, know what I the fuck the you're stat. talking about. How does that? How does that happen? How? I don't know. I have never once even thought about playing pressing play on that movie. Me neither. But I don't know. Maybe maybe average Joes are seeing The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. They're like, oh, mm. superhero movie. I don't know. Deadpool, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Pick on it. The Rock. The Rock. Oh my god. Wrestling. You know. Oh, The Rock's cool in wrestling. Yeah, The Rock's cool in yeah, wrestling. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome. Yeah. It doesn't uh, matter what you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. But I don't know about all these movies he's doing. Yeah. But essentially. I saw that clip. And I was like, "This is what they're paying money for," and they're calling the Irishman a vanity project. Are you serious, bro? The Irishman is, in my opinion, a top five Scorsese movie for me. No, I, I, think, I love no, the it is movie. Top five. I I think it's his like uh, I think I've said this before. It's like his like magnum opus. Like I think that's his like, this is it. When people talk about, oh, he's only done gangster movies. This is the quintessential gangster movie. Yeah, this is what it is. It really is. Continue. Sorry, that tangent. Essentially, that. Why why are they wording like this? Is yeah. it, it's good that they're cutting down yeah. budget for really expensive shitty movies. I hope I hope Red Notice is in that list of vanity projects. If I see Red Notice 2 pop up on my timeline, I will I will I don't know, deactivate my Netflix. I don't know what to say. They're gonna give money to smaller creators to make movies for them. Yeah. Great. That sounds I lo- great. I, I love the sound of that. Yeah, just make movies yeah. with smaller creators hopefully talented ones that go on to have a successful career netflix. right based on that because netflix is losing a lot of money mm-hmm. and they I, I think they could they thought they could get away with let's have i remember they did a, a promotion mm-hmm. for like netflix is back look at all these new movies that are about to come out and like five more like with ryan reynolds yeah 
Yeah. Like, what even is that movie about? Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know what that movie is yeah. about. What? What yeah. is that? Yeah. There's this um, there's this clip. Have you ever seen? I've never seen Free Guy, but you know what I'm talking about. Free Guy. I've seen Free Guy. You seen it? I've seen it. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. But I saw this clip, and it was on TikTok. I think this guy was reviewing it, and it was like the Captain America moment where like he gets the shield, and someone punches it, and he's like, "Ooh!" And it's like Chris Evans like, "What the shit?" Whatever in the clip. I don't know. You know that part? I think so. And people were like, "Oh, that's so great! That's so awesome!" Uh-huh. And I'm looking at that clip and thinking. That was the worst shit I've ever seen in my entire life. That is horrible for what the state of the movies are right now. And you were telling me that I, I think people are enjoying this, though. And here's the thing. I like that movie. No, yeah. I've never seen the movie. Dude, I saw that but clip. here's the weird thing. I think movies like that, if it doesn't have a crazy budget, yeah. I mean, they did have a bunch of famous actors. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. I don't Like not Ninja. To, yeah. I'm not. Man. I don't know if they're famous. I don't know how much money they need for yeah. a five-second inclusion in the movie. I'm not even talking about like the quality of the film. I'm talking about that one clip and people are looking at it where it's like IP against IP with IP and IP. Oh, yeah. So many IPs. It's like, oh, I love that. And it's like, no, I think that's the death of fucking movies. Yeah. And it's like, the more of that you see, like with Neff, with with Disney, Marvel and stuff like that, where it's like, oh, no one characters, multi, like the more you see about that, mm-hmm. IP is like, damn, dog, like, that shit sucks. See, Free Guy, in my opinion, does not take itself seriously. There we go. See? At all. It's yeah. so fucking stupid. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, you could just tell by him and his inclusion in the movie. Yeah. He just doesn't. It's so dumb. Doesn't it's, give a fuck. It's so stupid, but that's honestly what makes it an enjoyable movie. I got you. See, it, I've it's, never seen it. It's like a stupid, fun movie yeah. that I, I think you, you should watch it. Sean Levy directed it. So, I, I mean, it could be good. What else has he done? Sean Levy, he's like, he does a lot of like the real steel. He's directed a lot of the Stranger Things episodes. Okay. He's um, he did one more movie and like he's like a very cool director. Like I love, he's a cool person. He t- produces a lot of shit and he's like a very good producer. Right. Like he worked heavily on Arrival and shit like that. Like he's a okay. very good person. But yeah, it just felt like one of those movies you would see back in the like mid two thousand. That's yeah. just so dumb. Yeah. People go see it, but it's like kind of like it's like fun. Yeah. Um, it's it, like Deadpool movies. But, but it just depends if that is the trend. And how much money they're giving to these movies? Yeah. Then that's a, then we could talk about start like issues, right? Because Hollywood has a problem of taking the wrong lessons from success stories, right? right. So, for example, Free Guy, I've never seen it, but if it does say it's good and it doesn't take itself seriously, whatever the case may be, Netflix can be like, oh, should we take the formula of like a film not taking itself seriously, give money to a director who's like knows what he's doing and like having like funding a project that's like fun and stuff or should we do a, a project where the majority of free guys a lot of ip stuff and yeah. a lot of intersecting stuff it's really not yeah there we go see i don't I know mean, i i think in that one section it is especially the last scene it's a super 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 ip heavy uh yeah. but in the rest of the movie it's not it's just that's like good. a just a regular story about i got you Am I human? I think I'm a human. Mm. Oh my god. Because he's a video game, right? Does this NPC love me? It's like that yeah. type of shit. Yeah. Or it's like kind of fun, it's goofy. Yeah. 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 But as soon as we start heading towards like studios thinking that people only want to watch IP stuff, that's when we lose. That's yes. when studios get buried. That's when movies don't get made anymore. Where movies like Everything Everywhere All at Once don't get fucking made. Movies like Men don't get fucking made. Yeah. Movies like, shit. The Northman. The Northman. The Irishman don't get made. Can you imagine 
Mark Scorsese never making The Irishman. That would fucking I suck. I can just tell they're like at a table full of execs. Scorsese, what do you think about an Irishman too? He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what do you think about? And that's why I know you hate the Matrix, the new Matrix movie. I know you hate it. It's fine. Yeah, I like it a lot. I don't yeah. love it. I like it a lot. But there's a scene in that movie. Yeah. Where I'm assuming the Wachowski, uh, I think Lana Wachowski, she's the one that directed it. They, she probably had that exact same fucking meeting with the studio execs and Warner Brothers, where they're like, either you make a sequel, uh, with you, or we're gonna make one without you. And it's all about the IP. It's all about going back to the beginning. And that whole movie is about because the original movies, they are what they are. But this one, like, they probably told her. If you don't make a movie, we're gonna make a sequel to the Matrix versions. And it's like a gun to the head. Like, yeah, don't do it right now. Yeah, do it. Do it. And what she did was like related. She used that formula and she related it to something like, oh, I lost my parents. So I'll, I want to go back to it, um, in terms of like our, lo- loving my characters and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she used that for that. Mm-hmm. Is it as good as the Matrix? Hell no. I, Matrix one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm, yeah, it's not. Yeah, but what she did with it. In that little interview, mm-hmm. that's what they're doing to all these famous directors. They're like, look, we're going to do this with you or without you. So that's why Scott Derrickson left, I'm assuming. Doctor Strange. Scott Derrickson was writing and, and directing this this next one. and really? he And they left because of creative differences. Ooh. That's why Edgar Wright left Ant-Man, because he wanted to do something different. And Kevin Feige was like, nah. So they brought in Peyton Reed. Speaking of Ant-Man, have you seen The, uh, the Boys? Then you see No, them. I need to see it. I need to see it. I started watching like, the first episode. It's good. I need to see it. The first episode of the new season? Oh, no, of season one. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I was going to watch it, all of it. Good? The Boys is pretty good. It's a pretty good show. Um, Second season's not as good as the first. Third season's getting pretty good right now. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I, it's a lot of, like, not parody, but it's like a... It's kind of it is a yeah, lot of parody okay. about superhero IPs and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But it's also pretty dark and like what superheroes would be like if they were controlled by companies and stuff. Gotcha. Right? It's kind yeah. of interesting to look yeah. at. Uh the character, uh the Superman character. The blonde dude. The blonde dude. Evil as fuck. <laughs> Whatever he gets on screen. Yeah. Oh my god. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard the the show is really good. So Yeah. I'm gonna start good. watching it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's just it's pretty sad because I don't know. I'm I'm not worried anymore because I feel like the fatigue is kicking in. People are starting to realize we got Top Gun, baby. Yeah, Top Gun, baby. Fucking Top Gun. Yeah, and look, they did it right. They did it. They did it right. So right. I'm assuming the care for it was there. Top, dude, Tom Cruise said we made this movie for you. You know what? You know what is actually good for IP, like the Mission Impossible series. Every single oh, one yeah. of those movies, yeah. Mission Impossible is a fucking known IP. Everyone yeah. knows Mission Impossible. Every single fucking movie, you you can genuinely tell that they care about film, about the craft, mm-hmm. about everything. Where to the point where Tom Cruise is like, I'm gonna jump off a cliff during this one. <laughs> I'm gonna fly this helicopter into this thing because I genuinely care about the craft. Yeah. It's psychotic, but they might save cinema. I'm not even joking. Tom yeah. Cruise, Tom Cruise, however bad he is, personally, in his yeah. per- private life, he might save movies. Yeah. Forever. It just seems like he has the love and dedication for it yeah. that not a lot of people 
have is something inside of it. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> it's like it's his sole purpose, dude. Yeah. And we love him. It just means a lot to him. You can just feel it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Movie star. Movie star. He's quintessential movie star. The quintessential movie star. Yeah. Is there a bigger movie star than him? No. I don't think so. Like, if you see an actor's name on a movie, I don't really don't care that much. I'm more of like the director. If I see Tom Cruise on a movie, I'm gonna give it a watch. Even Jack Reacher. Have you ever seen Jack Reacher? No. There's some stuff where I'm like, this is fucking good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not the best, but mm-hmm. there's like, damn, this is fucking good. Tom Cruise is great. Well, you put Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg on a movie. They were in that movie, the Uncharted movie, right? Yeah. Those are Spider-Man and fucking Mark Wahlberg. I don't think they made the impact that it did. Nope. You put Tom Cruise top Top Gun. That boy's gonna that boy's gonna make some money. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is, man. I don't know. After watching Top Gun, movies are fucking movies back. are movies are back. I still need to watch um everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. Still, because that did um. Pretty yeah. good at the it's off the, box office, right? It's the highest grossing A24 movie. That's amazing to hear. Yeah, yeah I love that. When I hear that, music right. to my ears. Right. Um. Yeah, man, that movie is so fucking good. Whenever you watch it, we should do a review on it. Yeah. We've both seen The Northman. Northman We've both seen The Northman. Joey loves them. We'll all talk about The Northman. Yeah. Maybe we do like a full like Batman Northman review or something. Like just film bro shit. Movie's fucking cool. Yeah. Movie's so cool. Yeah, but everything everywhere all at once like sobbing. Yeah. Sobbing. I've heard like two of my friends died. yeah no it's and there was like a communal experience in that movie theater mm-hmm. when we all saw it i was like it's rare when you see I like i don't even know what it's about good it's i didn't know i didn't know anything i just knew there was a multiverse movie that's all i knew yeah go in with that that's it okay so good but yeah um this is a long one i don't know how long we've been recording probably three fucking hours i don't know it's been a long one, so it's like an hour 45, hour 45. When did we get here? I don't even know. We've been recording forever. Holy shit. Right? Um, yeah, we got here like 3.30 or something. It's like 6.40. We've been recording forever. Um, this will be break, broken up into two parts for sure. Yeah. Um, um, again, if you want to listen to the podcast or you want to find out where you can best listen, go to our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash thinkmovieshow. Mm-hmm. There you can find out if you want to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any of that stuff. Uh, you can find it there. Where can the people find you, Brian? Find me at Bright Prado on Twitter, Instagram. I have a letterbox now. Yes. I think it's the same thing. Bright Prado? On letterbox. Yeah. I reviewed the ambulance. Nice. I reviewed the Northman. Uh-huh. I should review Top Gun and some other movies that I've watched recently. Um yeah follow me out there yeah if you want more like um direct reviews and just what we think about it like in the moment quick, yeah quick letterbox is a way to follow us so like follow brian you can follow me on letterbox at cisco lopez 14 on instagram no not even, i don't even use Cisco that much so don't follow me on instagram but you can follow me on on twitter at frank lopez underscore 14 i i tweet my thoughts all the time i'm on tiktok too mm-hmm. um i started posting a lot of tiktoks recently cisco lopez uh underscore 14 i think mm-hmm. also follow um i think movie page there because we're gonna start yeah clips we're back there. we're back now so posting clips um think movie only at think movie because there's another one at think movie show but we got lucked out so 
we're locked. Okay. Out of that account. So at Think Movie on TikTok. Right. On YouTube, we're at Think Movie Show. Right. We're gonna start posting a lot we're more. Start shit uploading. Now. Yeah. Um. So there's gonna be two parts. Um. We reviewed Kendrick Lamar's album, the first part, and then, you know, talk about our favorite shows, movies for the second part. So, um, that was it for this week. Um, we we're hoping to get Joey back for the next episode whenever we do record. But um, that's going to be it for us. So, see you guys later. Later. It's good to be back. Mm-hmm.